Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we have Austin and Alex here. Hey, hey guys. guys. Uh, thanks so much for uh, following and listening and watching on whatever platform you're uh, doing so at the moment. Um, and uh, so today we're going to do as we are kind of accustomed to doing. Uh, we're going to start with some questions from the community that we haven't been able to get to in the last couple of podcasts because of uh, different things here and there. Um, so actually, Austin, let's uh, let's have you start us off this uh, this morning. And start we'll, with we'll, questions. We'll, yeah, questions from, from our friends. Of, we never have time community. to get to them at the end. Right. Exactly. So it makes sense to start off top. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I got a couple questions. Uh, one from, uh, hmm, do I get to pick one or? Do Dude, I you can pick one. I don't even care. Okay, okay. What's your favorite one? <laughs> uh, let's see here. It's the longest choice I was ever. Trying dude. to pick. All right, here we go. This is a good one. Uh, from Kyer Stav. I just took a stab at that. <laughs> could you do? Could you do FPV antennas? <laughs> episode. I really have no idea what antennas are best suited for transmitting and or receiving. Austin, Austin is losing it right now. It's fantastic. <laughs> no, we're good. Wait, I wish you guys, so those of you that can't see on the YouTube or whatever thing, uh, you can't see him dying. But just, it's pronoun- just pronunciation. Jokes. Okay, so Kyer Stav said, could you do uh, FPV antennas for dummies episode? I really have no idea what antennas are best for are best suited for transmitting and or receiving. Right. That's a, that's a good, it's a fair question. question. Yeah. Cause I mean, um, you kind of have your, just your basic like 5.8 helical antenna that most people use for just about everything. But I know that there's patches and there's pepper boxes and there's all kinds of other things that you can use. Um, to, and to um, be honest, out of the three of us, none of us are exactly experts on antennas, but we do have a lot of people here at the shop. So I think, I think doing an episode is definitely, uh, a good idea. We have done them in the past, but the thing with FPV gear or just like uh, RC gear in general is it becomes outdated very quickly because the sure. technology is always changing so fast. So that's a great question, and I definitely we, think we can add that to the board. We have yeah. access. We also have access to lots of experts. That yes, we potentially have a right. podcast talking mm-hmm. about antennas. One hundred percent for hours. Truth. So maybe not for hours. For I don't a know. Half if we, hour. I don't. Maybe that'd, that'd be a good. That'd be a better, <laughs> better option. I think. Next question. Yes. All right, Alex. Choose one, my friend. Um, K Tesh, Kevin Teshner, Kevin says, love you guys. We ever build a foam board airplane capable of carrying a human passenger or is that something (laughs) that should ever be attempted? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, um, (laughs) we actually, well, we did the fluke talk, which I guess kind of, I mean, if we would have jumped that thing off a mountain, it would have flew somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> at some rate if we would have put motors on it i think it would have flown somewhere somewhere it, it it honestly did seem like it was going to fly now unfortunately after the fluke talk event uh it is protocol that red bull destroys all of your aircraft which is very sad yes we were able to save the vertical stabilizer but we are actually and i believe that's on the talking point list today is we are actually in the works uh collaborating with some individuals on our new fluke talk design because yes. we won the red bull fluke talk for those of you guys who don't know what fluke talk is it is a competition put on by Red Bull where you build a crazy glider craft and you go jump it off of this huge platform <laughs> into the water in some big city. This year in August, it's going to be in Pittsburgh. Yep. And we are going going there and hopefully to maintain our title as champions, champions. of the U.S. Fluke Talk. And you guys can help us do that because there's not only an overall champion, but there's also like a... Uh, People's well, Choice. People's Choice. Which we also won last year, yes. thanks to you guys. Yes, it was all because of you guys, because you guys supported us through the social medias um, and everything that you guys did was fantastic. We really appreciate that. But more so, on that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, 
So great, yeah. great, 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 great question. Great question, great question I, Kevin I, Tash. I would not uh, condone attempting that. Yes, at home. We are. We are. We Will do have we a lot try of- it? Maybe, but <laughs> we technically get paid for this, so that technically means we're professionals. True. So do not try this at home. But only technically. Um, <laughs> and uh, and we will we're we're doing some big projects coming up here shortly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be you know, foam board airplane things, but they're going to be pretty big projects. So you know, it's just it's capable one of, those of lifting humans. Well, yes. I doubt they will lift humans. Right. But like the giant mini quad, for example, depending on what kind of human you got, uh, it could like my baby. It could lift it. Yeah, he's seven months old. It's I mean, a, you could lift him. It had like a hundred and twenty some pounds mm-hmm. of thrust or something like that. Yep. So it's yeah, crazy. we'll we'll future things might be capable, but we're not sure if we'll ever do that. Excuse we want to be me. safe, obviously. I apologize hey, to anybody. I apologize to anybody who was wearing earbuds right. and now cannot hear. <laughs> Literally, our, their eardrums are blown out. Appreciate that. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, so here's another one from Jeff M. Steve, Stevie, something of that nature. Are Gremlins available with FR Sky receivers? I'm not sure what DSMX is, but I think it's Spectrum. I can't solder those little wires without cursing, so I would rather you build it. Thanks. That's a that's a good question. We actually just got in some uh, new receivers from FR Sky, um, the XM Plus receivers, which will be um, available to use for uh, both the Gremlins and like a plug and play option for Baby Hawks. Is that is that true? I think that's the yeah. Case. Yeah, I think that Jeff's talking about um, uh, the to have flight test build it for you option on the Gremlins. But Correct. yeah, we'll definitely add that X that XM Plus receiver to that option, mm-hmm. um, so you can select between DSMX or XM Plus. And I know that uh, TJ was super excited about the the XM Plus receivers coming in, um, just giving it another kind of version for other people to to build your own uh, Gremlins or have us build it. Obviously, uh, which is an option. You just click on the store uh, and you click a little button, and and uh, our good friends here at FT will uh, will build that for you if you don't want to solder those little joints together so and if by chance you guys are a new listener uh the ft gremlin that we're referring to mm-hmm. is uh if you're watching on youtube it's this little tiny brushless quad right here oh. which is pretty cool they've had quads this size for for years and years but it's been as of recently that they've been making them uh with brushless motors which right. give you more power more efficiency better performance uh yada 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 yeah so. and we're actually coming out with uh we've been talking about this really recently carbon fiber frames Yes. Uh, this is actually Alex's prototype uh, with carbon fiber, which it flies like a dream mm-hmm. uh, from what I understand from him flying it. He loves it. Um, and you can even go on the forums and see the the DIY Gremlin uh, forum post. There's you know, 350, 360, 370 different uh, threads that people are talking about their own designs, 3D printing designs, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So go and uh, have fun with that. Uh, share your design, share your input, um, because we love seeing that every single day. It's all about the fun. It That's is. what we say all about with the these fun. Gremlins because it's uh, it, it honestly is like a low stress, oh, low yeah. maintenance little quad. Um, we'll put true. some links in the description below mm-hmm. for we've done a couple of videos on Gremlins. Uh, we can do the store listing, forum post, yada yada. Exactly, exactly. And uh, let's see, uh, awesome school with one more. So Kevin Finkel says, "How much caffeine does Stefan go through in a day?" Whatever it is, <laughs> you might want to reduce it by half. Uh, I happen to know that, that Kevin doesn't really drink caffeine. Kevin, Kevin, or Kevin. That, how do you know Kevin? I'm Stefan. I do know <laughs> Kevin. Other guy, Stefan. He doesn't really drink caffeine, no. so yes, we, there's nothing to reduce. We I, fed it to him once. It's just an experiment, <laughs> and it didn't turn out well. Yeah. I was literally like, had the op- had the opposite effect. It put him in a coma. Yeah, I do like Coca Cola, so I will have a Coca Cola at lunch or something of that nature. But I do not drink like six cups of coffee. I don't drink coffee at all. Um, a sweet tea here and there. Coffee is actually better for you than Coke. Oh, I'm 100 percent sure that that's the case. <laughs> Um, I just haven't drank coffee. I don't really like the taste. 
Actually, I uh, read a headline that said there's really no amount of coffee that's bad for you. Ooh. And so I'm just going to roll with that. I didn't read the article. I just went with the headline. The, the so, Federal Drug Administration. Cheers to that. <laughs> cheers to that. They both have coffee. I've got water sitting here. So, yeah, here. so there's really no amount of coffee that can hurt you, according to a headline that I read somewhere. So <laughs> That's awesome. That's, must be true. Only the, be- only the best information here. <laughs> You can always accept the information here as truth. It's crazy. Actually, don't don't uh, so do, we wanna, don't do that. Do we want to do one more? Yeah, let's do the last one. All right, Frank Gordon. I've been a model builder for over four decades. What's the strangest, most elaborate off-the-wall thing that you've designed and built that has flown? Ooh. Each of us or just gonna, that? I think I'm gonna, overall. I'm going to take that as the royal you. Yes, the overall FT. Well, can I just talk about myself for a second? <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes, go Thought ahead. You never dude. asked. Go ahead, man. Craziest thing I ever built and flew, which I don't have like a huge arsenal of scratch built projects that I've done, but I have done a, a, a small handful. And I'll have to see if I can dig up some pictures, but I made a flying V guitar. What? Out, oh, of, that's fo- right. out of foam board. That was a while ago. It was like probably five years ago. How yeah. have I never heard of this? Dude, and it flew. Are you kidding me? It flew. It barely flew. But it fly. It flew. It flew. <laughs> no. Actually, I think Chad Capper cr- crashed it. Oh, but, but um, do you still have it somewhere? No, it's uh, gone. <laughs> but it looked really cool. I'll I'll see if I can dig Pictures, up some photos, video. We'll probably, any of that won't nature? Able, probably won't be able to find them. But fortunately, your best days are behind you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flying view guitar. That was my. That was my. Dude, when I was hold my on, man. Scratch building prime. Dude, killed it. Love it. Probably yeah. the craziest thing that I've seen fly recently was probably the giant mini quad project mm. um, that TJ and Chad and a couple other people around here worked on. So we'll put a link to that below. Yeah, yep. that was uh, a bunch of links. What was the official size of that? Thousand, you know, five uh, by four? 1300 millimeter? Maybe yeah, 1300, 1300 millimeter, mil, 1300 millimeter yeah. quad. So you got your, <clears throat> you know, you know, your 85 millimeter. Like Is that true, one. TJ? Uh, yeah, roughly. Roughly, roughly, roughly 1300 millimeter. That's crazy. It's actually a secret. But yeah, <laughs> watching other people... <laughs> Watching other people's reactions to that flying was like, because I, I kind of got used to it, like being around. Yeah. And then like you see other people's reaction to a fly. It's, that's pretty nuts. Oh, it's unbelievable. Um, and, and the cool thing is, is that even though it wasn't an FT situation, but like one of the craziest things that I've seen fly was that huge 10 foot uh, Super, Super B. B. Yeah. That was, that was crazy. I mean, 10 well, motors. It's ours now. Yeah, we have. Yeah, that's right. We have it now. It's sitting in Denison or wherever it's at, uh, which will it will be at Fly Fest East, yeah, uh, as well. So we'll be we'll be flying it there, or at least it'll be there. Whether it flies or not, we'll see. Um, but yeah, th- that's one of the craziest things I think I've seen fly. Um, I was not here when the, uh, the helicarrier was around. I don't helicarrier was pretty very sketchy. <laughs> um, it flew. Yeah, it never exactly flew fantastic. But I guess that's just the nature of a helicarrier. Um, <laughs> Star Destroyer again was it flew. Yeah, um, those were pretty pretty uh, amazing to see as well. Yeah. So no, those are, those are awesome. So it's a great question, uh, and you'll see. I'm sure much more crazy building in the future. Yeah. Well, we we recently did the uh, it's a thousand millimeter quad. Uh, we did a oh, vlog, the we did a vlog on it. Um, it's called Heavy Metal Drone because uh, it's made out of metal. <laughs> Uh, but that's not really crazy. That's more going to be a long endurance. But in the works, in, in the background behind that, we have an even bigger project that Chad and TJ are working on. Right. And uh, we're not going to start teasing that yet because it's a little bit a ways off. But sure. it's going to be uh, probably <clears throat> one of the biggest 
That's that that's exciting. That is exciting. And I'm sure you all in the community and watching and listening are excited about that. And we will give you and keep you updated on as much info as we can give well, you. Without I can give you spoiling. a little bit more info. <laughs> the, 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 the thing that I'm excited about this oh, is they are building this thing legitimately. So it's right. not going to be like a one-time video thing. Uh, they want something that they can build and keep and use um, because that's one thing that I feel that we've been doing a disservice to the community is we build a crazy awesome helicarrier, but it's only built well enough to fly maybe for a couple flights for a video mm-hmm. and then we kind of have to scrap it. Um, whereas I think what we should be doing is make something that lasts a long time, can take a hit, um, and then we take it to Flight Fest and we can share that experience with all of you. Right. So you guys can not only watch the video, but you can also come out to Flight Fest and experience it firsthand because yep. the videos can only do it so much justice. And we have very, very talented video editors. Jeremy and Christian have been killing it lately. Um, but that being said, uh, there's something about seeing it in real life, especially something that big. So yeah, that's that's, that's kind of the plan with future big projects is we're trying to make some long lasting uh, projects. Yeah, and, and that's kind of been a, a small theme as of late, probably the last couple of weeks, three or four weeks about not only with big projects, but with our, our episodes to continue to be able to have something that we build like a, a new plane or a new quad, whatever it is. And then usually after an episode, it kind of just goes away. Right. Um, but hopefully from now on, we'll be able to start bringing things into the mix where we continue to have, like we do a plane comes back. We can do some, some type of accessory or whatever. Uh, so that you don't just see it once and it goes in the graveyard, uh, which will be kind of, which, which I'm looking forward to, uh, for sure. So, uh, one of the big points today that we want to talk about is because it's so close. Uh, it's actually three weeks away, 21 days, don't say um, that. flight fest East, right? Yeah, which is uh, coming up really quick. It blows awesome. my mind because we just, I feel like we just got back from Flight Fest West. Yeah, we have about uh, 930 pilots pre registered. Nice. Uh, what did we have last year total? Like 1,200. 1,200. So we're. Uh, but I, I, if I remember correctly, we didn't have that much pre registered. No. I think no, it was yeah. like six or 700. I, yeah. I think we went into the event with like 850. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we also wanted to mention uh, volunteers. So we have about 160 volunteers signed up for the event. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'd encourage you guys. There's a link below to um, to to the ch- check into volunteers and to see what all is available as far as shifts and that sort of thing. Right. But um, even if it's, you know, taking a shift in the build tents or if it's taking a shift greeting people as they arrive at the event. Um, you know, every little bit helps. Yeah. Um, so. And you say taking a shift, it makes it sounds like it's like a, a terror, like a job, <laughs> but honestly, like I know I've said it before, but like the volunteers is just like such a special community. And there's a reason why it's the same guys that come back every year and they're all, there always is new people, but, uh, it's like a big family yeah, and, and you see people taking shifts together and they're just hanging out, having a blast. Yeah. Obviously you can see planes flying from anywhere in the event. Um, so but, Flight Fest wouldn't exist without the volunteers. So. And I, but also I think that the, the using shift terminology is helpful just to know that it is highly organized. Yes. Yes. Like That's the, true. Like the first, the first year that we did, um, Flight Fest, you know, it was basically, we had, you know, some really awesome people that pitched in to volunteer and to help that worked almost the entire event. Oh. And so we've really tried to refine it where, you know, we're kind of limiting the people that would just work the whole event if we didn't stop them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also just kind of clearly defining like, Hey, if I sign up to volunteer, what does that mean? Yeah. And, and now that's very clearly defined. Yep. So there's lots of different teams and roles to get involved in. Exactly. And, uh, you kind of know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. So and you can get into a role that you would prefer to. Yeah, like, absolutely. You're yeah. not going to get stuck. Like, you know, doing something you don't yeah. want to do. And Andre is the uh, 
the the man with the plan. Yep, absolutely. he's been uh, organizing Andre, that. Andre Rousseau. Andre Rousseau. Uh, he's been doing a fantastic job. Uh, actually, communicating with yesterday about certain numbers uh, for t-shirt t-shirts and all the stuff. So you do get a t-shirt as a volunteer. It says volunteer with a cool logo on the back. Uh, this year actually is going to be a little extra special little doodad that's uh, given to some of the. It's more of like a personalized thing from from FT to the to the volunteers. So that'll be. I can't give you any information on that because it's a secret. But that's that's another thing, a little incentive. <laughs> and also the other big thing is that uh, we have uh, a couple different countries represented. We got obviously USA, uh, Canada, Belgium, Germany, Mexico, Poland. And that's just what we know so far that are coming at the moment, uh, which is really cool because it's just like a it's becoming a huge worldwide thing. Every every event, uh, I think to date, we've had in, give or take about a dozen different countries represented. Yeah, um, and especially for the East Coast, that's that's something special mm-hmm. to come all that way to the middle of nowhere <laughs> in Ohio to fly some planes <laughs> with some friends. I mean, <laughs> it speaks volumes to to the atmosphere of the event. Yeah, and we really we really encourage. Um, everybody to come out, mm-hmm. uh, both both normal hobbyists and and vendors. We're we're having yep. a lot of new awesome vendors there this year, and I'm really excited for them to see the atmosphere of not only flight test but the flight test community because you can read comments and you can watch videos online and stuff like that. But it doesn't all click and make sense until you come to flight test. Yeah, you got to see it to believe that's it. That's what flight test is all about. <clears throat> exactly, and and that's the cool thing is that you know flight fest. It like you said, Alex. It's about those relationships that that you just have, like yeah. that you that you grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been talking with multiple community members about, you know, like, oh, should I go? Should I go? It's a long trip. There's a lot of different things involved. And out of nowhere, we're, all the community members come up on the forums and this, that, and the other, and they're like, my friend, you need to go because of the relationship that you will gain with yeah. so many people that you will know now for a lifetime. Yeah, it, it, it really, it really is pretty crazy. And I, from the very first year. Uh, 2014, mm-hmm. I saw a ton of key uh, friendships that began from there and every single year. And even then some, they hang out outside of Flight Fest. Right, now. exactly. Um, people and, and it's a good good majority of the people who come to one event are back every single year. That's 100%. And a lot of times if that's not the case, Fred Provost, uh, he has, <laughs> he has, he has, there's very good reasons. And they yeah. normally, they normally are pretty bummed that they can't make it back. Uh, Fred, uh, he, he's always been a big, big part of flight test and yep. flight fest since the very beginning. Um, but he's got a job and he's got to work it and yep. he can't get off for flight fest. He's a park ranger. We understand that. Yes. We love you, Fred. We love you so much. Yeah, since you guys <laughs> mentioned uh, some uh, vendors and that sort of thing, I figured I yeah. would uh, grab my, my sheet. Love this, it. this is not a comprehensive list. This is just a handful <laughs> of them. Um, but we're going to have uh, Horizon Hobby there as a gold sponsor. Awesome. Um, so they're going to have a really Thank you, Horizon big, Hobby. They're going to have a really big presence to the event, which we're really excited about. Um, we're also going to have uh, the AMA and Team Black Sheep and Fat Shark there as silver sponsors. So awesome. they're also huge supporters Thanks, of the guys. event. Um, we have a few uh, bronze sponsors that we're really excited about as well. Um, Emacs is going to be there and a couple Man, of that's... others. Um, Team, Bla- uh, Team Black Sheep, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Stone Blue, uh, Boeing is actually going to have a booth at Flight oh, really? Fest this year. Wow. Um, Flex Innovations, <laughs> uh, a really nice little uh, airplane company, um, and uh, Mercury Adhesive, Air Bears, uh, High Tech. Um, so yeah, we have a really good lineup of people that are going to be at the going to be at the event. So if you're excited about um those vendors let them know that you're excited yeah. about seeing them at flight fest um and again that was just a handful i feel bad i thought that was the full list but that was just a, a small <laughs> yeah. section right. so um there's probably going to be about 20 or so um different vendors there that wow. you're going to recognize and be excited to see so um so yeah 
Um, that's a part that I'm really excited about is um, it's just a cool opportunity to get different people from the industry together yeah. and kind yeah. of like a like a fun, relaxed atmosphere uh, um, that kind of like the more festival vibe as opposed to like an expo center or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a really unique time just to like hang out and mm-hmm. uh, just uh, spend some time with some other companies. Yeah. So it's a really cool opportunity. If you have the opportunity to come, uh, start making plans now because things do fill up, but also it, it's going to, it's going to change your life. It really, it really will. Well, and touching on the the different vendors and manufacturers and stuff like that, you guys have probably noticed that we have been, um, a couple of weeks ago, we met with Horizon Hobby. Mm-hmm. We got to go out and see their place. Uh, we, yesterday we released the Motion RC Tiger Cat video mm-hmm. and we actually got to, uh, meet up with the CEO, correct? Uh, owner, yep. CEO the, or president. The owner, president, CEO guy <laughs> <laughs> of Motion RC, um, A-Main Hobbies. There's been a lot of new uh, relationships that we've been building, and that's all thanks to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these manufacturers aren't contacting us because of us. They they see this movement that's been happening within the industry. The flight test community has yeah. been building, and that's why I'm so excited for them to see Flight Fest and see the, the pure essence of what not only us but you guys, what we're all about together yeah. um, as far as building. And, and it, the planes are fun. Uh, the planes are, are tools that we use to to build that relational aspect. But for, for us and for, for you guys, we know that it's, it's, it's about the people, that's right. and that's – that's what I'm excited to uh, show them firsthand. Yeah. And there'll be a link down below, Flight Fest uh, link, uh, so you can go and register or volunteer or whatever your heart desires, uh, get a uh, pilot pass, et cetera. Um, and we hopefully will uh, see you guys there, which would be awesome. So uh, on the other note of the uh, like Flight Fest kind of stuff that's going on, another little update is the FT STEM. Uh, we just released, uh, actually on our Facebook page, uh, the Flight Test Flugtag, we talked about it earlier, Flugtag Design Challenge that we kind of, I guess, put out to four or five or six different schools, uh, a couple of homeschools, uh, a couple of different schools. And uh, we just we just chose a winner. Right. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. It's so awesome. uh, the North Central Washington Classical Flyers is the name. Um, so their af- their actual aircraft will be designed at and built essentially at Flight Fest. Yes. Or at least most of it or some of it. Um, we are obviously overseeing the entire build, um, but we do want to essentially have the community help us build it. So built and designed by the community and the STEM groups. Um, and then we're just the ones that fly it. Uh, yep. That's all we do. We and in some cases <clears throat> push it. Push yeah. and fly. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's interesting. You're going to fly it. We're going to push it. <laughs> last year, we always kind of try to do things bigger than just just the plane. So last year, and it wasn't really by choice, right. um, we kind of signed up for the fluke talk. We didn't really know what to expect, what we were getting ourselves into. <laughs> we kind of forgot about it, honestly, for a little bit. And then, like, before we knew it, we had, what, two weeks? Yeah. So last days. year, Ten days last exactly. year, the the whole idea of uh, that project was we had two weeks and, what, 500 bucks? Mm-hmm. And Ten we were, days, 500 bucks. We were able to make a plane, and it was a fun challenge. Um, if you guys haven't seen those videos, we can put a link below. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Fluke Talk is a, is a fantastic challenge. And this year, as Stefan was saying, I, I love it because it's it's getting you guys involved. If you're going to be at Flight Fest East, uh, we hope to help have you uh, take part in building uh, building this crazy plane because I tell you what, I just actually saw it for the first time. I don't know how, but I hadn't seen a picture of the drawing yet until today. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty unique. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's different. It's a unique, and that's I think Josh was looking for something not only unique but something that had some thought behind it as far as like yeah. you know it's not just a it's not just a wing or or uh, you know, with a fuselage. Mm-hmm. Well, and all, and all of these uh, schools that you know submitted a, a design submission, I think that we're kind of going to take some pieces and parts of elements Correct. that were really impressive of each of them. Um, but this is the main design that I think mm-hmm. that we chose. But um, you know, th- these weren't ne- these aren't just like 
kids that are sketching up something that they think looks cool. Like right. there's a ton of uh, research and design and redesign yep. and testing. Right. Um, there was so much put into this whole design concept um, that you got to really respect what a lot yeah. of these kids are doing. 100%. Like it's really incredible. Um, so even though it is different and it is, it's not really something that I've seen at a fluke talk yet. I've watched a lot of fluke talk highlights and right. I haven't seen anything that looks like that yet. Um, but I think it's really cool to, to have something that's that unique and that's different. That's put a lot of thought has been put into yes. and a lot of, uh, design has been put into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, a, a big part of a big part of fluke talk is, you know, is silly and sketching something up that looks crazy and that sort of thing. And that, that's a fun part of the event. Okay. But I think it's really cool that these kids are putting actual aerodynamics yes. and science and research yes. into what this thing looks like. And on top of that, trying to make sure it looks cool. Right. Um, <laughs> Which is interesting because um, that isn't everything that uh, a lot of teams can do. Like a lot of teams don't have that knowledge or that uh, experience in aerodynamics. Right. Um, but luckily we have our awesome community to tap into uh, because the fluke talk is actually judged uh, based on a couple different things. Uh, distance, how far it can fly is mm-hmm. one. Um, origin. What is the other one? Uh, entertainment value. Um, Skit and and yeah. Music so and stuff. Um, I think it's uh it's theme, uh, presentation and flight distance. Yeah. So those are kind of the. So your theme is uh like last year we Pokemon was our theme. Yep. And then your performance is like the silly thing you do before you fly it. Mm-hmm. And yep. then the flight distance obviously is how well it performs. Exactly. Um, and but each of those are an equal thirty three percent of your score. Right. Yeah. Not that it's really that scientific, but <laughs> <laughs> but technically, when the judges judge, they're supposed to take all three of those into equal um, account. Yep. Um, so um, you can have one that doesn't fly very good, but it's really hilarious performance, really great design. That's going to score really well too. Yep. Um, so it is kind of like a fun, wacky thing, but it totally fits within what we do here at flight test, which is we want to inspire people through flight Yep. and you can just see like the families and the crowds that come out to this, you know, um, at some fluke talks they have, they have upwards of, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand people that attend these. And this one we're going to be doing in Pittsburgh on August 5th, I believe, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, is the, is they're expecting, they're doing it in conjunction with another event they have in Pittsburgh, but they're expecting three, as, River, three rivers regatta. They're expecting as many as 400,000 people at this event. <laughs> They're going to watch Stefan jump off a dock <laughs> in a crazy contraption. <laughs> Flap my arms really, really so, fast. Um, so it's really cool to really have that Damn. big of an audience, you know, because yeah. when, when we do a video, you know, we can generally expect that 100,000 people will see it in mm-hmm. about a month. Um, but to have 4,000, 400,000 people watch you do something live yeah. is a crazy thing. Yeah. It's not nerve wracking at all. And it's not, <clears throat> and it's not just us. It's, for, you know, it's for, it's 39 other competitors that That's are going right. to be doing it as well. Yep. And actually we went to like a, um, like a team meetup in Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago. And it was really cool to meet some flight test community members there. They're yep. there competing. Yeah. Um, and they saw, you know, our video from Boston and they had an intrigue into doing something like Flugtog and to finally decided to uh, pull the trigger, applied, got accepted. So we're actually going to be going up against um, some, you know, flight test community members. And I can't think of something more fun than that. Right. So. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. So, uh, if you can be there, uh, like you said, August 5th in Pittsburgh, if you're in the area and you want to come out and, and, and there's gonna be some really cool stuff going on that weekend is. with the three rivers regatta that yep. you mentioned. So if you wanted to make a weekend of it and you're mm-hmm. just like a couple hours from Pittsburgh, yep. it might be a, a fun trip. And Pittsburgh is an awesome, awesome city. So there's, there's plenty to do not only at the festival, but also around town. So, uh, look in your calendar, see if you got a date open, come out and uh, join yeah, us. Love to fantastic. meet you out there. Yes, indeed. Awesome. Uh, so actually, we're going to go pop right into 
something that we got to do uh, a little bit yesterday. Um, it was it was a fun day. Yeah, we had a crazy. We had on that. We had we had a shoot day yesterday, and uh, just a, a little background on it. Andre, Andre, Andres, Andres. Sorry about that. <laughs> wow, I was thinking Andre Russo, and it got everybody, hosed, dude. Everybody messes up Andres's name. Yes, so, not Andres. And, it's not Andreas. <laughs> it's not Andre. It's Andres. There it is. Dude. It's, I like, got it's like Andrew <laughs> hey, with an S instead of the. It's w. not our fault. He has a hard name. Okay, we're it's trying. Not, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. So Andres. Uh, was kind of uh, given a uh, a charge to go and design some FT floats, which we have never really tried in the past as far as pontoon style floats. Um, and we have this awesome plane called the FT Tubby Cubby. Um, and we it's actually called the Simple Cub. Yes, it's the FT Nickname. Simple AKA Cub. AKA Tubby Cubby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name though. It's just it's part of my heart. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we we got the opportunity to go out and do a shoot on these floats. Um, and to be honest with you, I was kind of skeptical just in general because like the wind and the waves, not, not weren't waves, they're ripples, but uh, just in general. And so I'm sitting there, we're flying, having a good time. And I'm not the greatest flyer. Like, and I say that all the time and I don't land and you can ask Alex, I don't land planes well. Super well. <laughs> I mean, I broke a timber. Or, or often. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It just ends with a non-landing. Right. Sometimes I just keep going. Sometimes there's a tree involved. It is what it is, if you've seen that episode. But uh, but I tell you what. Andres was charged with this design situation. He, he'd never done it before. And we made a couple different modifications, uh, etc. And I tell you what, I, I felt... You guys can be the judge, I guess, but I felt it was a success. Yeah, and I was really um, impressed with what Anders is just doing in general. You know, he has a what is it, an X twenty nine that he's designing, mm-hmm. and he's got uh, just some really crazy, awesome talent. Talented kid. Actually, the vlog I'm working on right now will you'll be able to see that X twenty nine. Awesome, it's one of the craziest foam board planes <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. So, so he has incredible skill and knowledge, and he's an incredible scratch builder. Yeah. Um, and actually, I was I was really impressed because he had a um, a really um, sophisticated contoured, uh, uh, pontoon design, uh, for the, um, uh, for the simple cub. And it just, you know, it, it performed well and it was like a great performer, but ultimately he said, you know what, there's going to be people that are going to be scratch building these and they just want to get floats together. And yeah. so I'm going to go for a more simplified design yeah. to fit the simple cub. Mm-hmm. And so he ended up settling on just kind of a simple flat bottom design, yep. step, yeah. um, that works really well. Yeah, and he, he, the floats that he made, which I think Josh tasked him, Hey, I'm making this this cub design. You make me some floats. Within the first day, he had these beautiful floats that were like scale origami. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it looked beautiful. But uh, Josh was just like, "Man, those are amazing." And Andrews is like, "Yeah." He's like, "They're cool." He's like, "But it was like probably twice as hard to build these floats as it was the plane," <laughs> <laughs> which is really cool because right from the get go, and that's why we always knew Andrews would be a good fit. Is he really understands uh, what we're all about, which right. is getting people into the hobby. And just because you can make a crazy origami plane, and I, I know for a fact Josh can make unbelievable planes that would be perfectly scale and like you know down to the smallest detail. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't because he knows that people are going to have a better experience, uh, not only with the plane but in the hobby in general. If you keep things simple, uh, keep it repeatable. That's why Josh always uses common uh, common build techniques, and Andrews really took to that 
right off the bat. Right? And so the float design that he uh, came up with, it is very, very functional, very simple to build. And honestly, it performed fantastic. I mean, yeah. Stefan flew it. So, I mean, I mean, be, let's just be honest here. Be I, I, I downwind, floated it in, landed it. Then the motor, then, then the motor fell off. And then your, your snap ring came off and your motor just <laughs> literally <laughs> just fell off. right as I hit he the wall. He flew water. a whole battery. No problem. And uh, the pressure was on. He's coming yeah. in for his first landing. He hit the landing perfectly. And then as the plane was, was floating along with zero throttle, the motor just fell off. It was really funny. <laughs> It's going to be a good it was, episode. It was yeah. kind of a metaphor for his uh, general uh, RC experience. Yes, yes. <laughs> right? Dunzo. And I wanted to to bring light to that because Andres, Andres is, is literally oh – gosh, I'm going to get one of these Andres. Andres is going to he, – he's bringing a lot to the table, not just you know, obviously from his mindset and, and how talented he is. But like you said, Alex, he really gets the FT motto. He gets people's scratch building experience – He's a talented kid, but he's just a great overall individual. Yes. He's like, a good guy. You can talk to him. He listens. He can understand you and understand what you're trying to talk about, but he also can give feedback. And he also just generally cares about whoever he's talking with. Yep. He's finally started giving us a hard time for getting his name wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> finally. He's fitting right in. <laughs> it's fantastic. And uh, he, 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 gets it, he gets it really well. Um, and it was something that it took me a lot longer than Andrews, but – he understands that what he's able to do here at flight test is bigger than himself. Right. Um, and it's, it's a lot, of, it's easy to lose track of that sometimes when you get to be on camera and you get to be seen and liked on YouTube by thousands and thousands of people. It's, it's easy to lose track of why we're doing what we're doing. Right. Um, but that's something that we try to keep in mind. All of us is that yeah. what we have the ability to do here at flight test is bigger than any of us. Yeah. And even though, you know, Josh Bixler, it could be referred to as the face of flight test. Um, it's way beyond Josh Bixler even, you right. know, it's yep. this, what we're trying to do here is bring people together, educate people and entertain people about aviation, right? Um, because it, aviation has impacted all of our lives in different ways. And uh, we know the power of it. And yep. we wanted to share that with you guys. We're so, trying to build that movement. Andrus yeah. has been a, a, a huge uh, addition to the team. Yep. And let's just Put it this way, we're going to get spoiled. And come the end of summer, I have a feeling we won't know what to do with ourselves when Andrews has to go back to school. Yeah, yeah I might. Because he's might. only 16, we should mention, too. Yes, correct. He's that good. He's, he's he just awesome. got his license. Yeah. Killing it with that van, loving it. Fantastic. So, so Andrews, obviously you are not here at the moment while we're shooting this, and you'll see this at some point, but thank you for all that you do. Um, and the community will welcome him uh, as as you guys get to see him and, and uh, notice him at flight fests and all these different things. We've had a couple different episodes with him, but uh, continue to welcome him um, as we as we do each other all the time. So, does, does this podcast go out today? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, then also for we were just talking about the FT Simple Cub. Yes. So to make a note that comes out Monday. Correct. Mm-hmm. Out, so which is the twenty June twenty eighth or whatever it is. Something of that nature. Something <laughs> cl- close to that. The next Monday. <laughs> The next Monday. Yes, and and there will also right? be uh, twenty six. There's also something in the works with the the simple cub. Uh, I'll just tease a little bit that there will be a, an, I guess we, I, I would call an accessory, uh, not necessarily for the plane, but maybe for the pilot uh, that will be coming out here shortly. Uh, that has to do with the simple cub. So that was cryptic. Cryptic off. I don't even know what it means. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's here, exciting. Dude. So what are you talking just, about? Uh, just be a, knows, be, be oh, on the lookout. Yeah, be on oh, the lookout. Okay. Be on the lookout. I got it. Um, and uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Uh, I'm in on it now. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about it. Um, last little bit that I wanted to touch on today is uh, a, a community member 
his name is Adam Cutlip. Right. We were talking about coffee earlier. Yeah, we were talking about coffee earlier, and I wanted to say it then, but I wanted to save it to the end because I, I love this kind of stuff. Um, first and foremost, he has such a great heart, and he knows how much most of, not all of us, here at Flight <laughs> Test uh, love and enjoy and need and addicted to coffee. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, so Adam Cutlip, who is the, uh, part of, or owner or of something, I'm not exactly sure what, what his proprietor, role, uh, proprietor of the, the coffee fool, which is a Minnesota, uh, company that, that does coffee, coffeefool.com, coffeefool.com. Yeah. Quick plug coffeefool.com. Yes. Coffeefool.com. And there'll be a link below. Uh, he sent us a five pound bag of coffee beans of delightfully roasted beans. It came which, in, we of which opened I'm going to take some home. That's actually not going to happen because it's at his house. I stole it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> he stole it, dude. So dude. At, at the shop, as a lot of you probably know, we have a Dow at Burke machine, yes. which is uh, basically just like instant coffee mm-hmm. at the push of a button. Um, because Josh got, Josh kept getting mad because we would always spend so much time brewing coffee, grinding and brewing coffee that he went out and bought this machine. It's an it, art form. It, it, so I, I took the liberty and I saw that huge bag of coffee. I was like, I'm going to put that in my car real quick. Yeah. You could have taken half of it. Right. I'll give you coffee. some. Okay. I'll give you and some. And it, it smells amazing. Actually, my literally before we started uh, recording this, my wife texted me. And she's like, I've never, she's like, I, I like all kinds of coffee. She's like, I can drink like Folgers or whatever. She's like, but now I totally understand that why coffee snobs are snobs. Because <laughs> this coffee has so much flavor. There's a oh such thing as, a, as the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we want to thank you, Adam. Thanks yes. for sending us stuff. People, um, our, I think our address was recently published online. So people have been sending us stuff, which <laughs> is great. Um, but uh, we just wanted to especially thank you because that was a nice personal touch. Yes, it's fantastic. Give a shout out to the company. If you're looking for some great coffee, coffeefool.com. Yes, coffeefool.com. That was the Velvet Hammer uh, is the one that, uh, in the coin phrase of that's Alex the, Vada, That's the name of the coffee. That's the, not the my The boot nickname. smasher, whatever you tried to call it <laughs> earlier. You remember the name. Um, but yes, the Velvet Hammer, that's the type of the coffee. And the coffeefool.com. Go and check it out. Give Adam some love uh, as he has given us love because we love coffee. So, uh, <laughs> which is fantastic. It's <laughs> so, so awesome. Hey, Alex, awesome. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks really for appreciate us. it. Thank you. Um, as always, uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, you guys are fantastic. You've always, uh, been able to give us some, some feedback, which, which we listen to. Uh, you guys always give us great ideas for episodes. So keep those coming. Um, if you haven't done so already, subscribe. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Also hit that little notification bell to let, let you know when all the other, uh, info stuff is coming out. Leave us a, a review too on yes. iTunes or Apple. Uh, podcast yes. app. Google what? Play. Google, Google Play. Yeah, Google Music. All that stuff. It helps us out a ton and it also will help other people find our podcast. So exactly. hopefully and it doesn't have to be a five-star review. You can give us a genuine, legit. Yes. Yeah. What you think. We, we want to hear, we we hear your feedback. We definitely want to know. So yes. So thanks so much for watching and guys, we will see you guys next time. See you guys. Deuces. Deuces.